What's the deal, y'all? This is Dom. What up, guys? This is Isaac. And this is Street Ball episode 10. Ooh. 10 already, right? Yeah, we reached re- re- double while. digits. Crazy. It's been a while, Dom. Yeah, you know, we took, we took a two-week hiatus. You know, we had some stuff going on. Uh, but with that being said, there's a lot that's happened in the past two weeks. So we're ready to get it. Uh, first things first, make sure you guys click the start or follow. And make sure to share the broadcast. Click the diamond to drop props to support the culture. Now, first things first, man. We got NBA season on the horizon, okay? NBA's back in the fold. You already seen there's a ton of stuff going on. Um, preseason games have been, there's been more stakes to it than usual, I would say. Um, mainly because there's a, um, you know, the Lakers have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, there's been some upsets. Um, the, the, the Phoenix Suns lost to an Austra- Australian league basketball team, you name it. And then you got, um, you know, the, the seven foot four, uh, the seven foot four, uh, unicorn from overseas. So let's get right to it. Uh, NBA preseason, bro. Um, we're almost done here. Season starts next week. Who has impressed you the most? I would say John Wall. <clears throat> John Wall, I saw some clips of him. He's hyped up. You could tell his energy's up, especially after, you know, hearing about him, what he's been through and all the mental stuff he's been going through. Like, I think yeah. he's going to come out this season and really, really shake shake the industry up, man. What about you, Donald? I think so. You know what, man? I've been pretty impressed. I've been I've been impressed by a lot of people. But I really gotta give a shout out to Jordan Poole. Uh, hey, you know, he's been, yeah, he's been he's been a he's been a part of a lot of controversy this off season. I mean, this preseason, not off season. And given the fact that he went through a Draymond, man, he got slept and he's been everywhere. Hey, right after. That. Why you gotta say it like that though, bro? Come on now. You know he's still. Hey, kidding. hey, hey, he got his back blown out. What, what's uh? <laughs> back out yeah draymond, draymond did exactly that too <laughs> um but I, I would say immediately after like two or three days after that they had a preseason game and he responded he got buckets bro he got buckets and hey, he's a he's a really good player he's a really really good player but you know somebody else that i just thought of right now who's i think is gonna go insane especially with the team he's with now Donovan Mitchell, bro. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's fair. You got them footers. You got them footers down there. You got Darius Garland on the other wing. Boy, he's gonna work out. No, I, I agree. Um, I mean, another one, I mean, I I've there's there's some rookies out there that have been really impressive too. Um, um especially some of the top picks. It's been it's been a really impressive preseason. Um, I think team-wise as well, I'm, I think I'm really impressed with the Cleveland Cavaliers as a whole. You got him, you got um, you got Isaac Okoro, you got Darius Garland, all-star last season, Jared Allen, all-star as well. And then you go all the way to Karis LeVert and obviously Evan Mobley, third pick of last season, strapped. Mm-hmm. Like you got guys from up and down like this Cavaliers roster overnight with Donovan Mitchell, I think, has become a championship contender. 
No, no doubt about that. I, I believe it. But, I mean, this season's going to be insane, man. We're just – it's a whole 80 games. You never know, man. You never know. Who has looked the worst to you so far as a team? Man, you know who I'm going to say, especially after the clips we've been watching. This clips have been circulating with the Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Lakers, man. I don't know. I mean, it, we already thought it was going to be a dumpster fire, honestly. Like, And then I wake up today and I see all the – because, man, I'm not watching L.A. Lakers preseason basketball. I'm too invested. And they're going to frustrate me, which they have been doing. Uh, but we we seen it. We seen it already. We seen oh wow. We we seen what what can be done. Like we're we're too old at the Lakers. Like everybody's over thirty. Um, Pat Beverly's over the hill. LeBron's over the hill. Um, we we got our young superstar Anthony Davis, but like, can he stay healthy? And then you got the then you got the happenings that happened last night. Um, you uh you had two separate instances where Russell Westbrook was with his team, but he wasn't. Uh, you had the uh, the um, the pregame introductions, and all the team is huddled on the floor, and he's over here without his warm up on, throwing towels to people, mind his own business in his own world. Um, and he he explained this off later. He said this is what he's done his entire career. That's his pregame routine um but then you got i mean lebron james in the huddle. you got lebron james, you got lebron james in the huddle i don't know man LeBron james. seems a little too cool, 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 cool for me man i don't know I don't yeah, know. yeah. Oh, well there goes damo so yeah with this situation right here guys man we got russell West, russell westbrook out of the equation right now not huddling up pat bev trying to get them boys together. But the situation before this, I think uh, Russ was throwing the ball back, back and forth. <laughs> Check this out. Ah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want, I would want to get in that huddle myself. I might've been irritated. Look at the white man can't jump. <laughs> Dama, we got the white man can't jump. Uh, Comparison to what happened with Russ? <laughs> nah, man. You know what? Like, this is this is so funny. Like, the fact that he took this and he wants to explain this away and talk about how this is what he does is really is really hilarious to me because, um, you know, not a big deal. Um, maybe if you're winning, that you do the things that you do, uh, but. Russ has had lots of talent around him his entire career and always seems to come up short. So for me, we hooped, right, Isaac? Yeah. Um, we've been part of teams and we all talk about that team camaraderie and being like being together. And when you can't like when um, when when a team is really talented and we're falling short every time, these are the things that you look at like. Oh, is he around the team? Does he hang out with the team? Is he respecting other people? Like Patrick Beverly is a controversial player, but he's also known to be about the team. And he's just trying to get in the huddle. And he's too worried about um, the fight he just had the possession before to, to even acknowledge his teammates. 
And right on the side of him, you got LeBron James, who, like we said, might be the best player to ever play. He has no problem with it. So with that being said, like, it's a problem, man. It's a real problem. We already got a team that is controversial in a way, and they're not, and we don't, we don't know if they're good enough to even win a title. And it also, also coming after the past seasons, you know, it's, there's a lot of eyes on the Lakers right now. There's a lot of, there's a lot of hate going on. Like you can't do things like that right now at this point. You know, you know, yeah, you know this is circular. Even if Russell Westbrook didn't mean to do it, like you better be on your p's and q's because the media is going to be on your ass. No, agreed. I, I I totally agree. But I mean, that's that's just the that's that, that's the byproduct of playing in a big market like L.A. or New York. They're going to be on your ass twenty four seven. But just a side note, another team that I'm not impressed with right now. Are the Phoenix Suns? You think so? you, you're not impressed with them? They lost to the I don't even know how to say this. Adeliad Thirty Sixers from the Australian Basketball League. Yeah, but we know the Suns got some heat. I think when season comes around, we got those eighty games, a, a full eighty game season. Yeah. yeah. All oh. right. Let's go on to some better things. We talk about the unicorn of all unicorns. In <laughs> a kid like this. With the with the versatility of Victor Wembanyama, I hope I said that right. Uh, <laughs> I hope I said that right. My man, my man uh, played his first two games in American soil this past week, um, where he scored thirty point thirty plus points in both games, hitting at least five threes in both games, and having at least five blocks in both games. Now, I, we were watching this guy's film. Have you ever seen anyone that? is capable of what he is doing. No, bro. When I watch him out there, the way he shoots his jumper and the way he moves with his body, I, I thought he was like six, nine, six, ten, maybe seven foot. What? Four. That's, that's a special player, bro. I, he's the next big thing. You know, there there's, there's been this uh, conversation. We we're at the street volley this weekend and Caesar was asking me, Hey, if if they're both rookies coming to the draft, which one are you taking, Victor or LeBron? And I'm like, Victor, bro. You, look at that. He's like a mixture of KD, Evan Mobley, Kevin Garnett, all put together, bro. Like you know On that one, I'll close my eyes and just pick whatever I get because LeBron is nuts, too. They're both amazing players. I, I know he's going to be a big-time player, but yeah, I that's Man, LeBron, LeBron is like LeBron has the physical stature that you can't teach, but I feel like this is even more so the case. Like, like not just like look how he moves and runs, bro, and his yeah. acumen, and then he blocks shots and he can pass. He can do it all, bro. Yeah, I've never seen nobody like this. The the way he, how mobile he is at that big, being that big, and the way he could shoot it. Look at his form. His form is nuts. That that's a special. That's one of a kind. That's like the new NBA, bro. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. that that's crazy. Um, on a, on another note, man, like I heard the I heard somebody talk about this the other day. Like our our NBA game, which you know, I, I know I don't know if you watched the routine the Redeem Team doc lately uh, that just came out last Friday, uh, but it talks about how like America we created basketball and we were the standard for 30 years. But if you look at the league, the face of the league after LeBron, you got Giannis, Greek Freak, Luka, 
and now maybe Victor, bro, like this game is this NBA game is becoming more and more like international, which I never thought I'd ever see it like this. It's it's insane. No, it's beautiful to watch, man. And seeing a player like this come from where is he from, Damo? I believe he's from France. Oh, hey man. It don't matter. Uh, it don't matter. He's a bucket. Absolute bucket. He's a bucket. He's you know, he, you know, he kind of reminds me of a little bit. Who's that? Like the way he moves because he has a similar frame. Isaiah Austin, Zeke. Oh, you know what? There, there was people talking about that on Twitter the other day. Like, like he's like he's like Isaiah Austin on steroids. <laughs> That's fair. That's I, fair. I, I almost missed that. I'm glad you put that on my on my radar because I got to give my guy Zeke some flowers because he really pioneered this kind of game. Honestly, being being a bigger like like you know wide wide shouldered guy like this and being able to do the stuff that he does on the perimeter, but this kid's got it. I don't know. I got it's just something like you see him. God makes pros, bro. God makes pros, and God built him to play basketball. Look at him. he for sure was built to to, to hoop man. It's uh, hey, we should just call it Nerf hoops. It's Nerf hoops for him. Uh, Nerf hoops. That's Tope. That that that's that's Tope's famous saying when he talks about the athletic seven footers, bro. It's Nerf hoops. <laughs> it just don't matter. You could be anywhere into the basket. They still gonna jump up and dunk on you. That's exactly what he got going right now, man. So. Is he is he like the undisputed lock for the number one pick? Absolutely, absolutely the number one pick. Who's who's who else is the number one pick? I mean, Scoot Henderson is is nasty, but stop. Scoot Henderson is cold too, boy. Nasty. You could take the number two spot though. You could take the little number two spot. Victor's number one. I mean, we all winners. Like number one, number two, your, your life changes forever. So it don't matter. That's fair. But yeah, uh, I don't think it doesn't matter which team gets the first pick. In my opinion, I think that Victor is probably going to be the number one pick, no matter what. He's just like that, you know what I mean? Just like, you know. Well, moving on to the main event of things. Two weeks ago, we um, we had a showdown between the Midwest squad and the East Coast squad, and. This lived up to every, everything that we talked about in lead up to this in the last show that we did. It was a battle. Um, East Coast squad, surprisingly to me and Isaac, ended up taking the, ended up taking the victory in spite of A. Millie getting hurt in the first game. He sprained his ankle and didn't play the game two through four. And in spite of that, um, the East Coast pulled out the dig, pulled out the W. Yeah, no, it was a big time dub for sure because Midwest has some dudes coming at their necks. And I was like, sheesh, especially dudes like Jay Smooth. He from, hey, his his package he got going to step back, his quick, quick release jumper. He's, he's a good basketball player, man. We're gonna talk about that right now because game one kind of went as expected. Game one, uh A Millie rose his ankle early. Uh You know, admittedly so, a little ignorant about the depth of the Midwest squad due to the fact, like, you know, we've been watching Iso Hove play once probably two or three times, and I thought I thought this was the guy, you know what I mean? And that ended up not being the case. Um, 
Uh, Midwest gets hot from three, you know, mostly Jay Smooth's doing. And um, Midwest takes the first game pretty handily, I would say. Uh, the East Coast squad was really ice cold from the perimeter. Um, game two, this is where it kind of turned a little bit. Game two, East Coast started, um, they were shooting not so well again, uh, but they ended up finding the rhythm and they started to get stops. Um, and Jay Smooth didn't really play great that game. Um, but then another guy that we talked about, D'Lo, with the, with the Travis Scott jumper. Um, I, I, I'd never seen him play, but he, he really impressed me in game two with the way that he just kind of dominated the game throughout. He can pass. He's, he's a bigger guy. He was dribbling and, and getting to the post. Obviously, he could shoot a little bit, but he just was making great plays. But the East Coast squad ended up making a play, make it, um, going on a run and winning the game two to tie it up 1-1. Um, game three, this is where it took a little turn. Game three, the East Coast squad started getting their little rhythm. Um, although uh, Jay Smoove and D'Lo started it early for the Midwest squad, um, got out early. But the East Coast squad started to attack the basket more. And then they, they kind of sped up the game and really made it a defensive battle. I haven't really talked about much about ISO because honestly, ISO didn't really, wasn't really a big factor in any game, which I would say. Um, I mean, when A. Millie, when A. Millie came in, he, he attacked him. When he came back in, he was attacking him, but he was kind of silent. I don't know, maybe it was a day, maybe he had a bad day, man. You never know. Man, 25 bands on the line. Yeah, ain't no such hey, ain't no such thing as bad days when you got twenty five racks on the line. No yeah, such bro. You better go lock up the other guy then. Do something. You know what I mean? But I think game three is where it turned to because D'Lo, as we found out after the game, he was limping a little bit. He also rolled his ankle, but he decided to keep playing, and he was still a factor. But he was definitely hobbled on that. With that being said, Midwest took the game. Game three, they went up two to one. Uh, I mean, East Coast, I apologize. They went up two to one. The Midwest won a battle in game four. Um, you know, they went back and forth, but Midwest really, uh, they, they toughed it out to make it to a game five. And game five is when A. Millie was on his uh, Willis Reeves. He was on his yeah. Paul, Paul Pierce. He came back, you know, the symbolic leader of the team. And he went out there and he started he started uh competing and ISO gave him a few buckets, but we was like <laughs> he out here. Hey, that was smart. That was smart on their part though. Like you know he's hurt. Attack him. No, no question. I feel like you know, ISO took advantage. Uh with Jay Smooth, I can't I I can't like I can't highlight him enough because he really came out there and um just really put the team on his back for the most part. Um, but all in all, the one person that I haven't talked about this whole time, because our East Coast squad guys are a ton of blue collar dudes who just get it done. Duke Skywalker was a killer throughout every game. Um, and he and Island Boy Q kind of took it over game five and led the East Coast squad to victory. Yeah, no, hey man, you know what matchup I want to see 1v1? Jay Smooth and Hezzy God. 
I think that would be nasty. We need to line that up quick. Jay Smooth just has like the he has the step back jumper. He got the floater in the lane. He had and each the thing he hardly missed, bro. Every time he shot the ball, he thought it was going in. It's like he like the twenty. I don't know if that's how he is usually, or that twenty five bands was like had him going, bro. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but Jay Smooth really impressed me, man. Man, he was super impressive. I mean, we saw the highlights before. I was like, who is this guy? And now I saw him hoop for real. I watched him hoop. And yeah, buddy, buddy got it. Dude's got, you know what? You know what's crazy? The the thing that I wanted to highlight out of this is just the contrast of the teams. I feel like, you know, Malcolm, Mal, Duke Skywalker had a had a big impact on the East Coast squad. But I feel like they did it by committee. And overall, I felt like they had guys more who knew how to play like 25 bands on the line. We're not playing. We're not playing street ball, bro. Like this is really like five on five. And I feel like, in my opinion, that I still hope got a little exposed out there. For $25,000 on, $25, on line, he absolutely got exposed. No question. Cause you had, you had defensive guys like D bones and, and, um, and Clamp God, who were really, who were really in there, um, giving him the blues. Honestly, like he he just like they just really, they just really, um, they really came and they and they uh, they guarded him by committee and they really he really struggled throughout the day. I was really surprised by that. Um, but all in all, just want to give our shout out to the East Coast squad because we underestimated y'all. We didn't know what y'all was about, but y'all real, y'all tough. Hey, I, I need to see them out in the West Coast. I need to see them up at LGP matched up yeah. against the West Coast squad. I need to see that too, honestly. I think it'll be a battle because because they get down and they defend. They some grimy East Coast dudes. Love it. You know how it is. The East Coast cats are always aggressive, grimy. Facts. But what? Hey, West Coast is the best coast. <laughs> Facts. You Facts. see? You see that sunlight? You see that sunlight right here shining through the window? Hey, you know, I, mid October okay. it's out here. All right, so the next, our next marquee five-on-five five matchup on November second is going to be between the East Coast squad and the Nick Briz Savage squad. Uh, Nick Briz, Nick Briz, uh, I mean, savage. called the Savage squad. He's a savage. <laughs> He's a goon. You got. You yeah, got. I, seen, I seen some clips of him. He's not scared to run a fade. Nah, he, bro. He's crazy. He's a. <laughs> He's then, the Joker. I, I just want to call him the Joker. He, he remind me of the Joker. He give me those type of vibes. He just and then, and then you got Big Chance, uh, who we seen in the in the King of the Court, uh, really big. And he was a um, he's a big body, and he and he can and he can do a little bit of everything as well. Uh, he's he's he he's something I would classify as a goon as well. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my gosh, Carlos. Hey, hey Carlos. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Car Carlos. Carlos slap somebody. Hey, hey Carlos, it was like you cause. Hey, this this transition right here from them doing the little hump in the air to the uh slap in the face is insane. Savage squad. Oh my bro, Carlos. You got the same attitude as Carlos. That's something you would do. Slap somebody? Yeah, bro. Look at him. No, bro. I'm not slapping. Look at him. Look at him. Look at his energy, bro. He's out here. He's out hey, here. I'm not gonna lie. 
I don't want to play the Savage Squad. I would not want to play the Savage Squad. We gotta run a, somebody's going to have to run a fair one because all this is mad disrespectful. We got Big Easy over here, seven foot what? From Florida, seven foot something, big body. Six, eight, 300 pounds, bro. Big, uh, he Escalade Jr. over here. No, nah, he's big body. Hey, Carlos off the meter, though. Anyway. Carlos has no, no filter. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm hyped off of just off the slap alone. I'm hyped off of this matchup. Yeah, I, I, got, oh, I, need, to see this. I need to see this now. Like yesterday, I need to see this matchup. Be 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 ready, you guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really good matchup. East Coast squad versus Knicks Bridge Savage Squad. East Coast gonna include the usual suspects. We got A Millie leading the squad. Hopefully his ankle's good. Um uh I would say the spiritual leader of the East Coast squad. And then you got your boy Duke Skywalker, um, Tim the Clamp God Carter, who you see on the film right now, D Bones. Malcolm Stevenson and Island Boy Q. So these are all the guys that came home with a $25,000 prize and they're coming back for more. So I'm really excited about this. And I, I don't want no smoke, but like I'm I'm kind of hoping that uh, Carlos slaps somebody. I want to see that. <laughs> hey, we need mad security at that game. That we is, need mad security. We need police officers, firearms on their belts. Where cheese at? Cheese got to be there. Cheese, we, need, we need to, cheese needs to be sitting right there, courtside, just ready. Cheese might have to follow. No one be in position, ready to run, sprint to whatever he needs to break up. <laughs> cheese might have to follow Carlos around. Just, just be with him individually. <laughs> My man's off the meter. <laughs> yes, All right, now we're here. We haven't done this in like a month. We're here to talk about the main event. King of the Court. King of the Court was, there was a real surprising outcome yesterday. You had, you had a man named Nas, Hezzy God, and Breon Waiters. And the the outcome was crazy. I, I, I wasn't expecting this. First game was Nas and Hezzy. Hezzy got off to a, a really hot start. Uh, you heard uh, Frank and um, Bionic talking about it. They thought this one was going to be quick, but Nas came up with that big guard game, bro. First off, he started off with a few jumpers, so Hezzy had to respect it, and then he used his body to get to the basket. Just falling into the sign once again. They always a player always falls into that sign, falls over. It's hilarious. We need we need one of those like you know like a pylon like in the NFL, how it's soft. We need to make the signs out of that material. So, because <laughs> I feel like if they they run into that sign the wrong way, it's gonna it's 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 gonna be uh, bad news bears. Right. You see the clip, so um, Nas took over. He, he he had a mixed game. He was hitting shots. He was getting to the basket. And it was just a little bit too much for Hezzy. So Nas went, came away with the win in game one. Then you got Hezzy versus Breon. And Breon kind of brought kind of the same thing, a little more finesse, hitting jumpers, making Hezzy be honest on defense, kind of wore him out a little bit. But Hezzy, Hezzy, you know, has he has he stayed in? Uh, this game came down to the line. You know, Isaac, those last few points of every game of, of King of the Court are the hardest one or two points that you could ever try to get. Yeah, especially coming into your second game, second game of one-on-one. Like, I'm sure Hezzy was pretty gassed there. No question, you see. But has he, has he got stops when he needed? 
as you know, Hezzy is a really crafty finisher at the rim, and he can hit tough shots. And, you know, Hezzy, Hezzy came over here um, and, um, you know, came back and pulled out the win. So I was really impressed by this one. Because it seems like, protect. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like Hezzy generally struggles with guys who are bigger than him. Yeah, I feel that, especially that length. But I don't know. After watching Habit, watching Hezzy every Sunday for the past four Sundays, mm-hmm. four weekends, and hey, man, Hezzy got Hezzy got it. It's just that simple. No, I, I'll be the first one to admit. Like I had never seen him play for real, for real until now, and he just has a complete game. And for his size, he can finish really well at the rim. But once again, this five, this is one v one. Five on five is way different. One v one, three dribble max. I feel like he struggles a little bit with the length, which you saw here. Uh, last game, Breon versus Nas. It was it was a slugfest. Um, Breon Breon got to his spots really crafty. Nas just kind of kept it simple, man. You know, he kept to his game, hitting hitting jumpers when he needed to. Um, got to the basket, utilized his big body against the guys, pause, uh, and just really like imposed his will, just like he did against Hezzy. And actually came back with the win. <laughs> Big time does, man. I think this right here is a little, is this a subliminal message right here, Damo? I don't know. You tell me. I think so. I, th- I think I, I think he's mocking Hezzy. But, I mean, it's street ball, baby. It's what we do. Talk, hey. Hey, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, exactly. And that was the ugly right there. Like, he- <laughs> Hezzy talks. Because he's, a, he's the, uh, the loudest talking dude in the gym, which is great because he backs it up. But when you take the L, people, they're going to be on your neck. That's for sure. Yep, for sure. Hey, has he talked a lot of, he talked crazy to the refs too. It'd be, he, he, he bothered them refs though. Them refs be kind of rubbed the wrong way off his, off, his, uh, off his actions and the way he speaks. But man. So let, let's revisit this conversation because we see Hezzy up close all the time. Um, and we're not knocking him. A great player, like, like especially when it comes to like, you know, street ball players, people like that. I've never been so impressed with somebody like just like his his ability to score in bunches. You know, yeah. like I, one thing. You know, I, one thing I can say about him though, he does whine a lot. He's always whining about a call. I'm like, bro, like relax. You got five calls before this. You didn't get that one I, call. Relax. Uh. Insight, just being around him more, I feel like that's part of his persona, though. Like he, he's outspoken. He speaks loudly. He he talks about everything. He hits a shot. He's talking shit to you. Like that's just he's he's the he's not the smallest guy that I've ever met in my life, but he's the he's the outspoken short guy. You know, like he's the one, like like you gonna feel me. You know what I mean? Mighty he's Mouse. A, like, are you calling yeah, him a Mighty Mouse right now? Definitely a Mighty Mouse. Definitely. <laughs> a mighty Hey, no, but, like, hey, relax. Hezzy will give you a bucket. I'm, I'm not saying he won't. I'm Let's back saying. up. Let's back up. Let's back up. <laughs> he's 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 not Julian Newman, Mighty Mouse. He's he's Damon Satterdam, Mighty Mouse. He's that that's type of Mighty Mouse. Hey, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> like where Mighty Mouse came from, like it's a respect. It's a respectful thing to say to him because he's like he's he's one of the smallest dudes on the court. Yet he can step back and hit, hit tough shots, but he can also get to the rim, as you'll see in Eisen Street Ball Clip of the Week in a little bit. He's He, he can finish he can finish with the biggest and the best of them. Um, but 
one, what are you doing? The little, the baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one ones is, we, this just goes back though, that like Hezzy, more, more often than not, we've seen it's been the best player on the court in a 5v5, but a 1v1 is just way different of a game. It's a little shaky. And, and nobody's safe. Nobody. Nobody, yeah. 1v1 is a different monster, bro. Just to let y'all know, next week we got a hitter, king of the court. We got Nas coming back to defend his title versus D-Bones and Ty Glover. Hey, I don't know. Hey, this is a different monster. These are two different type of players. Longer than longer than them, taller than them, probably, I don't know about faster, but there's some athletes he's coming up against, so this ain't Hezzy in them. It's a whole different type of deal. I'm not saying they're better than Hezzy. I'm just saying they're a different type type of like no, talk about one v one is different. It's different. It's different. Nobody's safe. But I think Nas is gonna struggle a little bit more. D bones can match him body wise, I think. Um, but we're gonna see if Ty makes some adjustments. Cause as you saw, when he had to deal with some bigger guys like like Deion Wright, he, he had a really tough time guarding those guys. Wait, 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 wait. Nas is putting up his check against D bones that he just won. Oh, he's a he's a sicko. I love it. Like, he's a gambler. <laughs> he's crazy. He bet on himself. I respect it. I respect I, it. I love it, but I, I, I don't care. I'm not giving my money back. <laughs> so you don't believe in yourself? No, bro. We're we're in a recession. Inflation is as high as it's ever been. <laughs> Keep the money. I already want. I'm not putting it back up. Like what? What? You you're just gonna get it back. It's not like you're gonna double it. That's fair. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It, like, yeah, he's not gambling right now. It's just, it's just, it's just not smart. It's very it is, yeah. If you think about it, it's not. Make make sure you guys click the start to follow. Make sure to share the broadcast. Click the join me to drop props and support the culture. All right. Now, we're at my favorite segment of the week. Um, we got me and Isaac Streetball Clip of the Week. Me first, all right? I'm here to shout out my guy, Marcus Adams Jr. Six foot eight, class of 2024, the best kept secret, not just in Los Angeles, but in the entire country. This past weekend, he dropped 36 against Andre Strakovich and his Jesuit high school um, in a win. And then he followed that up with a win against Mikey Williams, San Ysidro High School where he scored 43 points. And when I say the 43 and 36, he's not he's not sitting on the block just just backing people down and he's doing all stuff. Whatever he wants. He's blocking. He's rebounding. He's dunking. He's hitting step backs. He's getting crafty to the rim. You name it. Everything that you would want in your Duffy bag, he's got it. So um, up until now, Marcus has been widely unknown. Um, but I don't think that'll be the case much longer. What you think? No, not long at all. Like I think he's an NBA player, truthfully. I, the package he got with how big he is, he's a special type of player. It's going to be scary. The future is bright, especially in Magic Land, because when you see that that man Cole, man. Uh, when you see Cole and Marcus in the backcourt, the best duo. This is going to be the best duo in the in the whole country. It's going to be a scary sight. Talking about our content Magic Squad. Um, but to talk about something that's going to happen very soon here, I'm calling it right now. This is probably the easiest call. As long as Marcus stays healthy, 
and his brother Maxie, who's also six six, and he's class of twenty twenty six, along with uh, you know EJ Andrews. Um, they got a few other goers on that team. I'm calling them the favorites to win city section uh, in the open division. Um, hey, Damo, but I'm front row for that. When they play Corona Centennial and they see Jared McCain, I'm sitting front row for that. I'm talking city right now, city city championship. Okay, let me let me back up there. I'm getting because they're, they're not um, um, Centennial's in the southern section. I'm talking about strictly city uh, with Fairfax and King Drew and um, those schools. I think like there's nobody touching them yeah. as long as everybody stays healthy and they make it. Um, but to to go further, just just seeing just watching them play this past week, if they get it together. And they play as a team. I I think that they could be a, a contender in the open division um, state state playoffs as well. It's not many teams I see that can compete with the you know the ceiling that Marcus and Maxi have. You know, you probably got better teams overall that are deeper than them. But like, it's hard. Like, you can't stop Marcus. You can't do it. Be on the lookout for him. Everybody's watching this right now. I'm sure you guys seen his videos this weekend from on Ball's Life, you name it. Be on the lookout for Marcus Adams Jr., all right? Man, now, come on. Let's check my clip out now, man. Let's check my clip. My clip was legendary. I'll never forget this day because I was actually hooping on the squad with Hezzy. Oh, my gosh. Step through. Hello on Monstar. Look at Hezzy. Monstar was like, hey, man, no foul. I'm not fouling. Look, hey, look at Hezzy. Look at Hezzy going at the – it's David and Goliath, Damo. <laughs> and then in, in typical Mighty Mouse fashion, he walked up to him and said some stuff that we can't say on the podcast right no, now. He did, he did this to him. Has he did this to him? No, but he said. Has he, little bo- has, has he tried to little boy him? Oh, we can cuss a little bit. He said, got out the way a little nigga. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said, he said that too. He said that too, but he hit him with the little boy. He Damn. sure did, bro. And then, yeah. like, what's not pictured is this, this um, it got so heated after this that, uh, everybody had to be broken up. Actually, Hezzy and Marcus actually got ejected from the game, which was big, which meant that uh, Isaac had to play the rest of the game. And just to let y'all know, if y'all want to go watch episode three of the Streetball League, you can see exactly what I'm talking about. He was gassed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Oh, here we go. I guess I, I guess Isaac actually left the chat. But uh, just to uh, give you guys a little preview of what happened, uh, Isaac uh, was, me and Isaac were working the streetball league and we were working the clock and Hezzy needed another player to uh, show up. Um, I guess he only had six or five. So he has Isaac to uh, suit up for the team. And, you know, uh, me and Isaac had to have a heart to heart after that because he didn't do so well. In fact, Caesar's team scored the last six points of him on him at the end of the game to win the game. So uh it was it was an ugly sight but um i mean we just got to go to the drawing board and get better uh and me and isaac been in the lab ever since so you're gonna see it um i don't know why isaac yeah isaac isaac talked all that mess to hezzy as you guys know and then he ended up being on his team and isaac didn't want to shoot the basketball uh it, it was a crazy sight to see but um, the Streetball League Championship is actually going to be this Sunday, and I'm really excited for it. Looks like Isaac hopped back into the uh, the broadcast so we can 
pulling back in. What happened, man? Man, some man, some with the Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. That happened to me too today. Uh, all right. So I was telling him how uh, you joined Hezzy's team after talking all that shit to him. Oh, then- see, what happened was I walked in. My mental wasn't straight. <clears throat> I wasn't ready to hoop. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yo, yeah, yo, time out, time Ezzy, out. Ezzy calls me over. He says, "Hey, hey, man." I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" He's like, we only have five. You trying to run? I'm like, all right, throw me in. I'm with it. I'm down. So I hopped in. I, I, I had to pop the trunk. You know, I had you know I had the kicks in my trunk. Pop the trunk. Had the hardens in there. Brought them in, and you know, it was a bad Stop. night. It was a bad He's night. Pulling up to. Scary, scary, scary. No, not gonna lie. I was talk, I was talking a little shit before I I jumped in. He wouldn't even shoot. I didn't have no open opportunities. It was Hezzy. It's Hezzy's team. I can't, bro. It's Hezzy's team. The only, the only stat that Isaac logged, he had a little throwback assist to some. No, he didn't make that shot. Never mind. He had a rebound. He got fouls. And you said I got dunked on. I didn't get dunked on. I got blown by, and then he dunked it. (laughs) Oh, watch a street ball league episode three. You guys tell me if you think Isaac got dunked on. All right. Go check it out right now, right after this. Right after you're done watching this, go tap go tap on that. Now that we're almost out of time, we're going to open up the floor. Any of the viewers have any questions at home? Mm. Ooh. Good one right here. Mm. That's a good one, man, because you know what? One on one and one on one is different than five on five, one on one, like an ISO. Um, you know what? I haven't seen I haven't seen Nitty play in in court yet. Um, Nitty's good though, you know that. No, he's nice. Don't get it twisted. Um, but nobody's really like absolutely dominated everyone else so far. You know what I mean? Like yeah. guys that came back multiple times that didn't win um, every time. Um, I guess Dion's the only winner that didn't come back. Um, he'd be a matchup problem because how big he is. But I mean, I, I can't. I don't, I don't think you can match that up though. Frank and Dion, that's just not. I'm just saying they're saying put everybody down out there who would who would come out on top. I, I think I think a big guard. I think Ty Ty with his length and how skilled he is and mobile. I think Ty would be the best matchup against. Yeah, I, I think you, I think you might be right about that one. I think I do, no, 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 no. Let me scratch everything. I want to see Hezzy God and Frank go at it, and Jay Smooth. Them three. Oh my gosh. No, Jay Smooth hasn't participated though. We're talking about just participants that have done it so far. That's fair, but still, I want to see that. I um, need to see that. And then I'm going to tie. And then I'm going to tie. Um, next question. <clears throat> Anybody else? I don't think we have any more questions, Damo. I don't think so either. It's all good, though, because we're basically out of time now. So with that being said, we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about Street Ball Week 11. Make sure you tune in on the Caffeine app on Wednesday. Um, and be tuned for the results from the Street Ball League uh, on the West Coast. Who you got winning that? I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I'm going. I'm going Hezzy. I can't can't count him out. After after last week, I, don't, I think Hezzy's team gonna be Caesar's team. I, I I'll say 
Just got the eye of the time. I'm going yeah. Seager, bro. Seager's Seager. how to mix things up. That's my guy, too. He's uh, not going to let Hezzy got to do with it. No, no. They don't have nobody that can guard him, though. I'm just saying. Nobody can guard him on, on Caesar's team, bro. You better put a lengthy guard on him. You think uh, him and Marcus don't get in a fade again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's coming. Oh, it's a rematch. Yes, it's a rematch, bro. Oh, Hezzy's going to go stupid. They need to put somebody on Hezzy's hip the whole game. Get Try and get him tired. Try to hold him. Try and stop him. And that, that's your best chance because Hezzy got that blammer on him. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Sir. That's the end of our show. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Street Ball. We out.